Right. So, we put a guy on the roof of Stoney's in Las Vegas, Nevada for 62 days during a pandemic. You know, social distancing. And asked him to ask artists as many questions as he could. He only had to have a brain to begin with. So this could go absolutely nowhere. But you're choosing to listen to an interview recorded in a state of national emergency. Please remain at least six feet away from your speakers at all times. This is Toad's COVID Chronicles. Hey, this is Toad from Country AF Radio. I got the opportunity to sit down with Chris Bandy, get to know him a little bit better. With a lot of Zoom technical difficulties, this one was fun yet rough at the same time. We talked a brand new EP that's coming out. We talked food. We talked Peloton bikes and so much more. Let's get to know Chris Bandy. My man, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, brother? Dude, I am um, I'm awesome. Should I do headphones or should I do? You can. That's does, fine. That's does fine. it sound all right? Yeah, it sounds. Perfect. I just don't want to look like a like a dweeb. You, in the. I'm not going to use a lot of this. I'm just going to use like bits and pieces of that to pull whiskey. Come here. Come here. Come say hi to Chris. Up here. Oh my goodness. Come How here. big she getting? Dude. <laughs> wow. Big girl, huh? Are you at home or are you at Stoney's? I'm at home. This is my office at, at home. No shit. I yeah. love it. Wow. Uh, this is the I don't know if you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I like it. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. It's funny how I was doing a. Go ahead. I was doing a, a Facebook Live the other day. Somebody asked what hat I was wearing, and I was wearing this one. I like it. Today, today has been a day. Um, every every single one of my two pants. Every single one of my um interviews for today has canceled no shit everyone and i just and dude i've i've did them all day monday tuesday all day um tony jackson was first this morning and he space calls me like 20 minutes later oh my god dude i'm so sorry and then after that i had uh casey james and casey james kind of like freaked out because something's going on with this little um trio that he's doing with adam wakefield and craig wayne boyd He's oh, all, wow. He's all freaked out about that. Something about a release or something was supposed to come out. And so he pushed his out. And then um, um, uh, Kanan Smith, uh, he totally, he's the way, Kanan filled the fucking thing out and he disappears. And was like, oh, dude, my bad. My bad. Like, and it was like, and she's like, well, I'm going to try rain. I'll try bandy, see if we can move stuff around. I'm like, whatever. It's well, just, I'm glad we made this work, man. Hell yes. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are y'all hanging? We're we're good, dude. We uh, uh I'm gonna go ahead and go trailer on you and say that we moved our little dining room table in the back outside and put a, a above ground pool that we're filling up. I right love now. it. <laughs> I love it. You have the hose in there right now. Hose is in there right now. So nice. one of the in between loot. So I go to Starbucks in the morning. I come home because I have an interview with with Tony. He doesn't show up, so I leave and go run an errand. I come home for the next one. Casey doesn't show. So I leave, go run another errand. I drive all the way, like, dude, 25 minutes one way to go pick up a filter for this pool. Drive back. Kanan doesn't show. Kanan doesn't show. I'm like, dude. And so Jamise is like, uh, um, she's like, maybe you just weren't supposed to run errands today. I said, clearly not at all at one time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to set this up to where I would go intermittently. But it was kind of... Uh, kind of funny the way that worked out but other than that i mean we're great i mean the radio station's doing good uh we've doubled a little bit more than doubled our listenership um hell yeah in this month or this quarter annually 
I would tell you that we were doing about 16,000 listeners a month consistently. And now I'm doing close to 40. Dude. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. I think it has to do with the takeovers. I think it has to do with uh, the fact that people are searching for new music. I think right. I, I have friends in radio that are in sales and radio and said, and say that, that, uh, which I, they, they tell me that the radio.coms are through, through the roof. They're going crazy. The iHeart, everything online, which I understand. Right. Um, but somehow they're saying that their listenership, they know it's going down people listening to terrestrial. And I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know that? Like you don't, right. know that because you can't, you can't put a finger on how many people are listening anyway, but needless, right. Needless to say, I think that's a fair assessment to say that people aren't driving around as much as they used to. Listening exactly. To yeah. I mean, look at gas prices. It's I, ridiculous. I can afford or oil prices. That yes, I can afford to fill up my truck and boat, drive to Nashville, take you out for a day, <laughs> and come back because probably cost <laughs> cheaper than a flight. It's probably like a hundred bucks to get me around. Mm -hmm. you know? But uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a crazy time. We're just hanging in there. I was joking with somebody the other day that uh, I would at this point go play a show with a mask and gloves on if I had to. Well. Um, Yesterday, I, I was with I, I interviewed with Sam Grow and with Stephen Carey, and yeah, we were dude. I love both of those guys. I've never met Sam Grow before. He was supposed to play during ACMs. Um, yep, I, maybe the same show that you were going to be on, if I'm not mistaken. It but, may have been. But needless to say, um, both of them were like we're so itching, and I'm like, so I actually have a poll on Country AF Radio right now to find out. Uh, who's the first artist that you want to see when you get out of this quarantine thing? And um, I love it. But what's funny about that is I pushed all my shows out through middle of June. My first show is June 12th and I'm thinking about moving that one too. So it's kind of like, what if we can open June 1st? What do I do? And I'm like, I'm not so much worried because I can call some artists that I know are dying that right. just to get out and play. And yeah. the one, one thing I heard is, and th this is all hearsay, so this may not be accurate, but one thing I heard was like uh, Live Nation is coming to artists now and they're like, listen, we can't guarantee you X amount. Will you take a door deal for, you know, the remainder of from August on or something like that? Right. And I mean, what kind of artist wants to take that gamble right now based on, you know, if they go out there and 50%. say that. 50% right. capacity, like. Yeah, like we had, our last show was in Salisbury, Maine, before all this went down, and they said we had like close to 600 tickets sold, right. and there were 30 people in that room. Wait, what? Yep, because it was, so we played in New York the day what, that. What day was that? What was the date? It was the 12th of March. March. So President Trump gave his uh, addressed to the, the nation on the 11th and we were in New York city. Wow. And I mean, that was a great crowd. That was great. But then while we were on stage is when he gave the, right. the address to the nation and everything changed, everything changed. You're, you're wow. You're the first person that I've talked to that had an experience like that, which is, uh, um, wow. That is nuts. If you think about it, like this impact it's had on everybody has been crazy. And, um, my thought process is, is I, um, I feel for the people that have, that have, that have had some issues personally, um, whether mm -hmm. financially or whether they've, they've gotten the COVID-19 thing or someone in their family member. Yeah. Has. 
but then I look at the other side and uh, I was just talking to Jamise and I was like, man, I go, my thought process of Broadway, your guys' Broadway, of these businesses that make 15 to $25 million a year each, each right. versus a Las Vegas strip that is dormant right now. Oh, yeah. Like, what is going on? Yep. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's nuts because I work at home most of the time anyway. I mean, so it's not much of a change for me, but it's the other side of, of Heather being home all the time and the kid being home all the time. And I keep joking with people saying that uh, there's, there's four females here between the two dogs and, and those two. Yeah. I'm inviting my friends over. Like, <laughs> well, what do you, what do you think about your, uh, your mayor? My what? Oh, dude. Um, I'm upset. I'm just going to start it this way. I'm upset with, with Anderson Cooper for not letting her finish a sentence. Like that bothered me, but I'm also happy that he didn't let her finish those sentences because, uh, she's just the city. She's not the strip. She's just the city. Okay. She's downtown. She doesn't do anything with the County, but, um, yeah, I mean, I understand her thought process, right? But it's missing a plan. It's like, dude, I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play Stoney's rock and country, but I don't know any songs. Yep. That's pretty much what it was. I'm, I'm right gonna be there, but I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's just a mess. No one knows. And it's, I hate to say this, but I, I don't know if we're playing live music this year. Wow. Um, wow. I don't, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't believe that. Um, Good. I don't. Good. I don't. I can tell you that. Um, so I've heard I would love to taste crow <laughs> on this one, right? Because then we get to eat. Absolutely. Then we get to eat. <laughs> I don't know if you saw uh, my post the other night, but Monday Soho opened and all they have is fresh salmon. That's the only thing they can get fresh. So we uh, uh, we spent one hundred and twenty five dollars. <laughs> so we I called Virago at least 15 times because online it said that they were still doing takeout. Right. Everything I read said that M Street, that whole conglomerate of restaurants, was still doing takeout. Nobody answered. Wow. I'm itching for some good sushi. Well, you know, uh, uh, my friends from San Diego, they, they supplied me with a bunch of bluefin and yellowtail in my freezer. So I've slowly defrosted some, made spicy tuna out of it, that sort of thing. But, but Monday was a treat. I like salmon. I do not love salmon. It's not my go-to every time. But um, it was the only thing they had fresh, so we got every every possible um, um, item with salmon in it, from the sushi to the sashimi to the crema to the avocado to the dude the, the salmon lovers roll. To I mean, we just went salmon crazy. And see, I'm a nigiri guy, so I uh, sashimi or nigiri. I don't, yep. I'm not a big roll guy. Yep. But man, I just oh, I miss it. Yeah, I went to um, I was driving home the other day, and Siri. God bless her heart. She, um, I was telling Heather that I was just craving sushi. So I had the bluefin. I took it out. So I was going to stop at um, um, the, um, I don't even know what to call it, the ethnic store, uh, and just to grab soy paper, just so I could like maybe throw some of that in there and eat it with my hand or whatever like that. Well, I go in there and they had um, uh, fresh yellowtail. And they had a loin in there. And it was uh, like a pound and a half. And everything else was the tail meat down, but they had this one piece about this big and uh, I bought it. And there you go. Yeah. I came home and I ate it. Uh, sashimi. I just, and they were like, Cut it right up. 
Yeah. I didn't even care. And it was so good. It still had the bloodline in it. So I was able to cut all that stuff out and dude, I was, uh, yeah, it was really good. And now I'm, now I'm, my mouth's watering. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and send you some photos when we get done. And um, please do <laughs> make me, make me as jealous as possible. Dude, what's the one thing you're missing, like, the most? Uh, obviously, food and playing. I mean, are, are, do those kind of, like, go hand in hand, just being able to leave the house? Man, yes. Um, I think the biggest thing that I'm missing is social interaction. And, I mean, you have it, you have it like this, but this doesn't be yeah. – this. it's not the same thing. Um being able to like if you see somebody on a walk yeah. talk to them right as opposed to staying six feet away and like kind of just being like hey right walking um but yeah that playing i miss we were supposed to be during march we were supposed to be on the road we were supposed to be home five days wow every other day was out on the road Good. and that led to March 13th, we flew home from Boston and I haven't let, we've gone to Trader Joe's one time, but I haven't left my house since March 13th. Other than that. Wow. Well, I'm going to go ahead and cheat the system. I got my last haircut, uh, January 21st, <sighs> but here's, what's funny. The girl that cuts my hair also cuts Heather's hair. So I wrote her like probably like middle of March because it, it had been two and a half months and my hair I always keep it kind of short and um, Heather started going dude I, I hate your hair it's driving me <laughs> wearing a hat and it's flipping out so I wrote the girl that cuts my hair and I was like hey man are you feeling better blah 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 and so um, she came over my garage in the backyard I sat in a chair and she cut my hair and man I need I need this trimmed I did so that. badly I, I so had, bad well, it's funny. Heather and I keep like joking. They're like, how long until he cuts it? Because every time he gets bigger and bigger. I and bigger that's right. Well, I get nervous because I don't want to do it myself and end up going too far and then having to take it all off. So we've all done that. <laughs> trimmed up the sides a little bit, but it just keeps getting longer and longer yeah. down here. Like Chris pretty soon. I know. I know. <laughs> Minus the gray. <laughs> well, those, those will probably by the end of this start, start trickling in. Right. Do you, uh, are you writing at all right now? Or are you kind of just, we are. So, um, I had a great write today. I wrote with, uh, Trevor Rosen from, uh, old dominion. Right. Um, yeah, so we've been doing zoom rights and it's, it's getting us through. Right. It's a nice substitute. Um, but like I said, it's not that face to face because I feel bad if, you know, somebody starts talking and then you start, and there's such, there's a delay between right. the two. So there's a lot of like, uh, 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 yeah. what, what were you saying? And so, but it's, you know, it's definitely um, feeding the, the itch that we have to, to write songs and we're still being creative and we're still, you know, getting it done while we, while we're at home and in quarantine. Right. So it beats did, nothing. Did you, did you get the putting green put in? I have not gotten the putting green. Put, epic, put in. epic fail. I'm out there almost every day. Uh, my short game is coming back. So my buddy Sparky, <laughs> he's really good at golf. He, he goes, let's try this game. We're going to chip from here. Once you get it in the hole, then your next shot is into the bucket. Well, I'm not going to say that I'm any good because I'm not. I mean, I, my short game has gotten a lot better just because I have this in my backyard. Right. Um, I made it in the hole. 
um, then I made it in the bucket before he even made it in the hole. And I was like, looked at him. I was like, dude, there, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I got super lucky. But the end of the day was, I mean, I, I picked up that experience. And as well, I can promise you that this is going to be my last pandemic without a putting green in my backyard. <laughs> you got quotes on it, right? We did. So I got quotes on it and everything um, just didn't end up. We we got a fire pit and a patio and everything put in as well. So yeah. it was kind of all going to be at the same time. And we ended up just doing that and kind of we're going to do it in phases. Right. Um, and that phase has not rolled around yet. There, uh, the guy that did my backyard is coming over Saturday to do, uh, he's running pavers. He's, he's got these, these, these quarantine specials going on, but he's doing pavers <laughs> 30, 30 feet from the street to my fence, two, three foot run. So when I pulled the boat out of the garage, I can not be going through the rocks. I can actually be on. Yep. He's doing that Saturday, which is neat. I don't even have to see him. He just comes out, does his stuff and goes about his business. And he's gone. He's gone. That's it. So I'm kind of excited. Oh, man. Dude, our lakes are closed. I can't even go to the water. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I'd have to go to the Arizona side to do it. And um, I've been contemplating, like literally loading up and driving three and a half hours just to get into some water and surf for a little while. Do drive. they have all the boat ramps closed off? They do. Damn. Locked up, chained. I don't, you know what? I've heard stories. I know that, so Vegas, I mean, Lake Mead is half Arizona, half Nevada. And so okay. There's a place called Temple Bar. It's probably not that far away. Havasu is good. Three Havasu. Hours. Yeah, that's a good three, three, three and a half hours. But And that's open. But I've been seeing photos, and there's so many people there, and I don't want any part of that. Right. So the other side is Temple Bar, but people are going to Temple Bar and then coming back to the Nevada side and just cruising around. And I was, like, in the forums reading what people are saying. They're like, dude, if you, if you go in at Temple and you come to Las Vegas Harbor where they have gas but it's closed – if you call them, they'll come out and give you gas. And I'm like, wow. So I'm like, I'm on the fence, dude. I'm super on the fence because I, I want to get out and just surf again. Um, my There's nothing more isolating than being on a boat. No. There, I mean, and that's what's driving me bananas is I just sit back and I'm like, dude, they literally took everything, everything mm -hmm. and told us no. And Well, I feel like they did that as a preventative to keep – do they have a party cove there? Do a lot of people not like have a suit not, together? I mean, they do and they don't, but dude, leave that to the people to decide what they're going to do. You right. Know what I, mean? I mean, I understand. Yeah, but haven't you ever read, read Lord of Flies? Uh, shit, yeah. You leave it to the people. We don't, we don't know what the hell we're doing. I mean, I know that when they originally said that, they said that they were going to leave the lakes open because it was federal. But then when the federal shut down, they still left it open and said that there wasn't going to be anybody else to, out there to help you. Um, right. Sort of but then what happened is people just started going to the beach and congregating on the beach there. So when I sat back and went, yeah, that's probably not cool, but let the people go out on their boat and go do their thing. And so people live out at the marina on the water. They gave them like six days to get their shit and get out. Really? Which they're paying $600, $700 a month for a slip fee. Yeah. But they can't even go there. So it's kind of like, like what happens? How is Stoney's doing since everything had to, well, um, we refinished all the tables. We literally sanded okay. them all down, <laughs> restained them, refinished them all, made them all level and everything like that. Uh, yesterday I was there. They, um, they did a super deep cleaning of everything. We 
did get the first round of the SBA loan. So um, all the bartenders awesome. are getting paid, the security guards are getting paid, um, which is kind of cool. Um, yep. But I mean, other than that, um, yeah, everyone's just kind of staying at home. We've done some some fun stuff with the bartenders, you know, drinking and passing the bottle and doing that kind of thing. And now they're making drinks and all that kind of stuff and sending me like the um, um, the really fast videos. Um, okay. And we're putting up at the end, like what's all in the drink, that sort of thing. Just just stuff to keep people entertained. But I'm getting messages every day from people that how much they miss dancing. And so even if they give us a 50% open here, this is where I'm I'm like I'm lost in my head. So our cap's 1,200. Mm -hmm. 50% is 600 people. 600. You know, what's the difference between 600 and 800? 600 and 650. What, I mean, what, what's the difference? Yeah. 600, I mean, yeah, it's a large it, gathering. It is. So I just sit back and I'm like, if he tells us that we can open, you know, in June with 10 people, like we're not going to open. There's no right. reason. I mean, it doesn't benefit anybody. 600 people could be a poor Friday night, you know, that, that sort of thing. So it's kind of like- Y'all still been doing food? Not, not out of Stoney's, no. We do, no, because that's just like- The one guy, right? Yeah, the catering dude, yeah. Okay. So we do have a bar way out in the Northwest called Santa Fe Mining Company in about two and a half weeks ago, we opened up for curbside pick pickup and it's doing all right. Good. Kind of, yeah. I mean, and it's helping those people work. And I was out there taking photos of the food just so I had some stuff to promote and um, it seems to be working. Good. Which is cool. Yeah. I mean, I never in my lifetime thought that I would see something like this. Dude, think of it like this. So your grandpa probably has the greatest stories in the world. Your dad, eh, maybe, maybe, but your grandpa, right? Right. That's going to be us, dude. We're gonna be the grandpas are like, dude, I lived through 9-11. I lived through the coronavirus. I lived through Root. I lived through Waco. Come on, dude. What do you yeah. You know, that walking uphill both ways barefoot in the snow is gone. Like, right. We smoked that. We were stuck at home for three months. Right? Yeah, kind of. Something. Dude, so have you watched, uh, I'll just start with the obvious. Did you watch Tiger King? Uh, absolutely. Did you watch it early or did you watch it later in the game? I watched it the day that it came out. Okay. Or I'm sorry, the weekend it came out. I did not. I watched it uh, after everyone had all this this silly hype about it. And then when I watched it, I was like, yeah, sounds like a Thursday night. <laughs> I, I watched it like um, two weeks after. And it was okay. like, it's a Thursday night at Stoney's. I mean, it's just filled with drama and, you know, bullshit and people wanting to fight. That's that's right. But I mean, um, what about Outer Banks? Did you watch that yet? I have not seen Outer Banks. Pretty good. Uh, I have not seen Outer Banks. We watched, well, I watched McMillions on HBO. I started, so that's the one where the guy uh, um, um, gave away or sold the, the winning tickets. The, yep. I watched a so, few of those. That one was pretty good. Tiger King. Um, Ozarks? Ozark. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, the Lake of the Ozarks is where we grew up going, being really? from St. Louis. It was an hour and a half, two hours from us, and yeah. that was every summer. We'd go to the Lake of the Ozarks. Is it really just that beautiful? Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It is. It is beautiful. Um, but it is, and it kind of they you know they play to the fact where a bunch of rich people come in and yeah. have these multi-million dollar houses and stuff. But then once the summer's done, they're gone, and it's just local uh, Osage Beach people. But it's it was a it was it's definitely a cool show and and. Uh, I watched all of that in like one weekend. Wow. 
I started oh. watching um, Hunters on Amazon. Okay, is that the one where the where you, you've got 24 hours to stay alive? Is that that one or is no, that no, 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 no. So Hunters is it's got Al Pacino and it's like 20 years post World War II. Okay, and it's based in the United States and some top Nazi generals and um, just top Nazis have made their way, escaped Germany and gone to the United States and um, have become doctors in the United States or politicians in the United States. And it's a group of people that are trying to find all of them and kill them. Oh, wow. That's so probably, it is. That's probably pretty good. Yes, it was writing, very good. I am writing that one down, Hunters. It's on Amazon Prime. I have that. Um, we so I you you gotta watch. I I'm gonna say you gotta watch Outer Banks because it's youthful and innocent. Um, okay. About a uh, a guy that's following his dad's legacy to find a treasure, which, whatever you know. But think about when you were 16 years old, how how you thought so much differently than you think today. Like, and it's when I I got through the season, I was like. It was interesting. It was good. But then when I watched the um, the video to find out if they were going to have a season two, like I did some research to find out if they were doing season two or whatever. And uh, the guy that wrote it and pr produced it came out and said, we are going to do it. We're going to start here at this place and we're going to keep these characters involved. Um, but I want to keep it youthful and, and innocent, which was yet you're still drawn to it. Like it's it's right. It's. I think every person around 14 to like 18 years old thought like the way that they're thinking, like everything, okay. everything mattered so much. Everything. I will, I will check it out. We, I started watching, well, Amy was watching and then I kind of came in and started watching it with her. This is us. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know why anyone in the world would subject themselves to this every single week. Because I'm sitting there at the end of the episode, just like bawling my eyes out. Like, right. you can't not look, you can't look away. So yeah. you're just sitting there like so enthralled and emotional. And uh, I'm like, why do I keep watching this? But here I am six hours into season three yeah. in one day. I quit watching it um, maybe two seasons in because it was that weekly thing and I just lost track of it. But I got, I got to the point where I was like, dude, this is like, I can't watch this with a girl that barely knows me because I'm screwed. She's going to be like, this guy he ain't got no balls, you know, like, that <laughs> thing. and then you, you try and be cool and you sit there like this and you're like pushing on your tear ducts. Just like, yeah. Well, mine is I do like a cough and a laugh. Like if I start, I'm like, <laughs> and so Amy will look and be like, are you? Are you crying? No, no. How are you not crying? Right. Um, we just started watching Money Heist. Okay, what's that? Um, it's uh, uh, it's overseas. It's done overseas. Uh, they're 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 robbing the mint, and they're printing their own money. And um, um, but money it's heist. A, money heist. It's in a foreign language, so it's on Netflix. I believe. Yeah, Netflix. But they English dubbed it, so you get a lot of. Hey, Chris, okay. how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> but for me, uh, the first episode was a little weird because I hate a delay. If I'm watching TV and I'm streaming something and there's like a, a, a half a second delay, I can't. From the lips, it. yep. Drives me bananas. But for this, um, I've watched 13 episodes of it. 
uh, the first year and there's four seasons, I, I believe. And, uh, um, we're pissed because we got stuff to do tonight that we can't watch it tonight. We had stuff to do last night. We worked on my <laughs> last night, couldn't watch it. And so Heather said to me today, she's like, shit, we can't watch it again tonight. And I'm like, no, but one of these days, you know, we'll just sit down and just get through because yep. you know, I'm like, I watched six episodes. I'm like, I just wasted six hours. Six hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, we watched cooking with cannabis or cooking on high or whatever. I, I saw it, but I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. It's like a top chef with what? weed and the stuff that they put this in like yeah. weed infused lamb chops so is it just cbd or is it thc no, it's thc cbd it's everything <laughs> it's like you just never quit eating i would think <laughs> yeah, i just and want then, one lamb chop no i'll just have one whole lamb Sorry. right i'll just take the whole lamb and then we did um we watched parasite the uh, movie that won all the oscars right was it good yeah, yeah, political. That's cool. I, I didn't love it. I yeah. didn't love. It's all subtitled, which, in my opinion, if I wanted to read the whole movie, I just would have gotten the book. Right. Yeah. Um, but I guess I went into it thinking it was a completely different premise than what it was as right. well. So I thought it was gonna. I thought it was about a pandemic. So right. that's why I wanted to watch it. I was like, oh, let's see how this adds up. Let's see how, let's see how we're going to end this thing. All right, yeah. It was not that at all. We watched Little Fires Everywhere. Never saw that one either. With Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon. Good. And that was based on a book. That's on Amazon or Hulu. And that was good, yeah. yeah. I didn't love the ending, but it was good. I just uh, literally disconnected my DirecTV. I called them. I was paying 200 plus months, bucks a month for it. And I called them and I'm like, yeah, I can, you know, like, well, I lost my job. You know, what am I supposed to do? Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, uh, I thought maybe they'd come back and say, all right, you know, we'll cut your bill in half until whatever. They were just like, yeah, well, um, you know, you could have less stuff on there. And I'm like, I really don't have too much on there. It's just that I, you guys are expensive as hell. And they were like, well, right. we, we do have a thing where you can, um, you can cancel and we will not charge you a cancel fee. And I was like, go ahead, cancel it. Cool. So I got YouTube TV, all the TVs in the whole house, 49 bucks really yeah and it's, now is your internet through no my internet's through cox cable so my direct tv gone youtube tv's in um uh and it comes with the local stations so i get i get nbc cbs fox and abc all included really because that was the big deal before was yeah great you know i cut the cord but i don't have any local and they're putting this antenna on your roof and all that shit they don't do that now. They just get YouTube TV. And if you want Showtime, it's $11 a month. If you want Stars, it's $3.99 a month. But, dude, between Netflix, um, Disney Plus, and YouTube TV, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. See, ours is we have Xfinity, um, but our internet and cable and our home security is all through the same one. Right. Yeah. So – and we don't have that many channels. We've got like just the basics like ESPN and stuff like that. I need to make sure that I, right. I get my sport networks. ESP, um, ESPN is on YouTube TV. I mean, it's not like you're watching anything right now, but you know, whatever. <laughs> we put on a, a replay of a Preds game the other night and watched it outside. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I think we've watched mm -hmm. uh, Heather's parents are like huge Kings fans. So we watched a lot of Kings games and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of, but I mean, I was watching old football games, college football games, um, old basketball games, like Final Four stuff. And I mean, dude, I think that's where I think I lost the most because I love March Madness. Like I was oh, yeah. 
office and I would go to the direct TV channel that had 19 games <laughs> and just turn that on and work and just look up at, you know, and just, and I was happy, but I'm just like, didn't happen. All right. My, I, I'm changing my, my answer to what I miss most. Yeah. I miss betting on sports. Ah. So just sports collectively. Right. I miss sports and I miss golf. Um, and I guess you still can play golf. Not but here. Not here. Really? So they, a few places in town, you're still allowed to play golf. Um, but I just don't want to risk it. Sure. Like I'd, sure. I'd rather stay inside and right. stay healthy than. You, you should just have that guy that came into your fireplace come to your backyard. You ain't going to see him. Let, then we'll let it sit for two weeks and then go out and do your thing. I know. <laughs> I think that's uh, one of the first things I thought about. I was like, I wonder if he ever put his damn putter golf thing in because you'd use it a lot. You'd use it I lot. know. I went out and rode my dirt bike um, last week. Uh, I did 49 miles. Um, I did not make it back home though. Um, <laughs> I, I sheared the chain guide off my, off my rear swing. I think I saw that. Not good. Not good. I did not wreck, which is, which is fine, but Heather had to come out and get me in the middle of the desert. So last night we were in the garage working on the dirt bike. I bought a new swing arm for it, bought a new chain guide, new chain, new sprocket. It bent my steel sprocket, dude. It was like, it was like, it was like that, which Jeez. yeah, I was, I got lucky. Thank you. Lord. But uh, so what's that take? Like, like an, an hour, 49 miles? Uh, about an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I was cruising. I just bought a new bike right before all this shit hit the fan. Some girl that used to work with us said uh, her boyfriend was selling his bike and it's a smoking deal. So I wrote her and I said, what, how much is a smoking deal? The bike brand new was 10,100. He paid for it. She goes, he'll take 7,500. I went, yeah, when he can't sell it, I'll give him five grand cash for it. So like an hour and a half go by. She writes back and all it says is 6K. I wrote back 5,200. About an hour goes by. She goes, 5,500. I said, what's his address? <laughs> so have you have you found yourself looking at like obnoxious things online that you would no. love to buy? Dude, I'm looking so on on my other windows over here, I have uh can ams and razors up here. Okay. And uh um yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean I, I was, was looking at Polaris all day the other day. Yeah. Just I know I'm not gonna buy anything, but I was just like, oh man, well I could get this and ride around the neighborhood. Well, for me, it's a little bit different because I live out in the middle of nowhere. So I could legit yeah. just hop on the thing and be gone. Like yep. I do it on my dirt bike. So that all stemmed because um, just before this shit hit the fan, my buddy Theo came over in his Can-Am. He's got a four-seater and he had two open seats. And so Heather and Alyssa get in the back seat and we go on this 30, 40-mile ride. Well, I'm on my dirt bike. My buddy Sparky's riding my other dirt bike. So we're all just farting around. We get home and Heather's like, yeah, we need to get one. And I'm like, why? Like, that's... 30, 40 grand. Like, what do you need to get it? You know, I'm like, but uh, I went down and we looked at them and it's like buying a car. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. So, I mean, we talked about it last night and I'm like, cause my other buddy came over with his Can-Am and I'm just like looking at him. He got a lower model one. I'm like, how much was this? He's like uh, 27,000. It was like 30,000 with uh, the, the trailer. And I went, wait a minute. Theo's was 30,000. He goes, yeah. I go, and Theo's is the end all be all. You paid 3000 less and you've got like a little bit. No, it's just not worth it. It's just, right. Like if it was only 17 grand, yeah, maybe I would think about it. Cause that's, you know, 150 bucks a month. I can do yep. that, you know, to go out and have some fun, but I'm not dropping. No, not doing it. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice car right there, dude. It's a, 
Yeah, it is. I mean, those things are neat, but I'm like, I, this is what I always joke about. It looked great in my garage. And that's yeah. about it. That's, I mean, we might love it for the first month. And then when all of this goes away, what, what, that's my other thought process is like, what have you taken away so far from all of this that, that you've learned about your relationship or your home life or like, I, I never thought I was going to be in a situation like this where it's 24 seven, like, like this, but that's retirement. If you think about it, that's what it's. Oh like. yeah. I have honestly just how much stuff I can live without. Um, like what is really important and what isn't right. And like, not really sweating the small stuff as much as maybe I previously have. Right. Um, because in the end, getting by, I'm, I'm living life without this, everything. without going out to eat without two, everything. three nights a week. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it, it's funny that you, uh, I find myself busier now kind of than I was before in some sense. And I don't know how that's possible, but right but then I'm appreciating the stuff that's getting done. Yep. Yeah. So it was funny cause I was trying to explain to somebody that I feel more busy now than I did prior, but we were, I mean, and we were busy before we were, we were halfway through a, or I guess a quarter through a, a radio tour and stuff like that. But now it's a right, a Facebook live of this, of this. And you're like, Oh shit. You look up at the clock and it's nine, 10 o'clock. And you're like, Oh, well I got to get to bed cause I'm doing it all over again tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it, it has been very, very productive. Have you had any honeydews to do yet? Absolutely. Absolutely. We did. So with the patio, when they put it in initially, um, they didn't put any weed fabric down. So all the weeds were popping up through the mulch and everything like that. So the other weekend we cleared all the mulch, cleared all the rock laid fabric down, put brand new mulch down, put the rock back where it was. It looks great now. Um, I was actually before this call in the middle of putting some stuff together in the garage. Um, so yeah, those, that list just keeps compounding every day. That's what I don't understand. I built a, a shoe rack for her in the garage because um, she has a lot of shoes. Dude, it's six foot tall and six foot wide. Is it full? Oh, yeah. <laughs> built a mantle a floating mantle to hang coats behind the front door well um, you know she's bougie af <laughs> um you I'm, knew what you were getting into <laughs> i did not not um i learned real quick i'm building a, um um a rolling vinyl cart right now that actually will hold my records and uh wow yeah i'm like having fun in the garage more than anything yep so I've got the tools for it, which is neat. And I just sit out in the garage. Now it's, it's, it's hundred degrees here today. So it's not going to be the greatest day to be out in the garage, you know, but it's, uh, um, I love it out there. I mean, but it's a dry heat. Shit. No, not now. I mean, really? I did learn. No, it's humid here right now. Uh, cause okay. there's a lot of water in the atmosphere, but I learned in Nashville, like not ever to complain about heat because I was out there three years ago. I think it was three years ago in August in, uh, is disgusting disgusting i remember the first time i'd ever heard about dry heat we were going for a uh, bachelor trip to scottsdale arizona and we had it was in august and we had um a couple tea times booked to go play golf right and i was looking at the weather and i'm like 112 109 i was like i'm 
I don't know if I want to go play. And everybody's like, well, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still hot as hell in an oven. And that's right. a dry heat as well. Absolutely. But it is, it is very different 110 degrees in, in uh, Arizona or Nevada than it is um, yeah. in Nashville. I mean, you guys were burning – I mean, it was like 98 degrees there and like 90% humidity. It was like uh, I was in a sauna. It's like you walk <laughs> Your hair just goes, you know, like, yep. I feel bad for the girls. I didn't give a shit. Just tried to wear a hat most of the time. But yep. hey, it's like, it's, yeah, I, this is like, we're going to break a record today. It's the hottest day in the history of Las Vegas because it's, it's never been this hot in April. Damn. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. But I mean, I mean, the end of the day is you just do the stuff that you want to do early in the morning and yep. get that out of the way. And uh, um, I'm, Heather went for a run this morning and came home and I'm like, what are, what are you doing? Like, you're sweating like bad, bad. She's like, yeah, it's warm out. I'm like, maybe get up at six and go for that run. You know, I don't, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> or when the sun goes down. Well, no, because it stays hot until 11 o'clock at night. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't cool off here. No, it stays hot. And what's crazy is where we live now, it's pitch black. Like we're in the middle of the desert. So it's literally, there's no street lights where I live. Yeah. Scorpions. A lot of them. Dude. Over my back wall is desert. Uh, there's coyotes. You hear them every single night. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's peaceful. I mean, I'm scared for our dogs, but at the same time, it's peaceful. You know? We, uh, so the other day, and this, I mean, people may not believe this, but I swear to God, we saw a wolf in downtown Nashville. Well, I guess we live like 10, 12 minutes away from downtown. Right. But this sucker, I mean, it was bigger than a German shepherd. And right. we were driving home. And I looked at Amy and I was like, Hey, is that, I thought it was a, like a deer at first. I thought it was like a fawn, a little bit bigger than a fawn, but you know, and I was like, Oh shit, there's a deer right there. And we got a little bit closer. I was like, Oh, that's a dog. And then us being dog people, we're going to pull over to help it. And so I started to pull over and I noticed it didn't have a collar. Right. Then I noticed it had a bird in its mouth. And I was like, that's, that's not a coyote. Yeah. That's, wow. that's bigger than a coyote. That's a vampire. So been a little bit, you know, nervous with the dogs outside at night and stuff. Yeah. You know, we've got a big fence, but they walk them. So our fence in the backyard is probably close to six foot. I built a dog run on the side of the house with a doggy door so they can go out in the middle of the night, but it's got a six foot chain link around it. But everyone keeps telling me out here that, that, uh, if, if it wants in, it's getting in, um, which crazy. So my buddy Ian is a fireman. And he works um, uh, down on the strip now, but he said, you'd be surprised at how many coyotes you see downtown. And I went, how? Like, he goes, dude, they follow the, the uh, train tracks. They just walk the train tracks all the way to oh, downtown. Yeah? They go to the garbage cans in the back, get food, and then they walk all the way back home. And I'm like, holy cow, never even thought of that. Never even thought of it. But Has he said, have there been more since nobody's down there? Um, I didn't ask him that, but I will ask him that. It wouldn't surprise me because, well, maybe not. There's not as much food. No food. Yeah, that makes sense. So we have a bunch of turkey that walk around right by our house, and yeah. they are out, I would say, at least seven times more than normal Like right like, now. Like just random? Just chilling, walking really? across the street, hanging out. They're wild. Front yards, backyards, wild, wild turkeys. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like Thanksgiving to me. I know. That's what I said. It's at our house this year. <laughs> Just get a pellet gun, hurt one, and then, you know, throw it in the freezer real quick. Yep. Um, one of the last times I was with you, we sat in your truck and we listened to a couple songs. 
Yes. Uh, do you remember those two tunes? I do. One of them was about a... Uh, whiskey? They make whiskey and if you ain't got a girl. One of them about a fence, the, right? Yeah, one song about a, a fence. Um, this Mountain? Might have been. You like that one, the one about getting high on a mountain? Yeah. What, what happened to those? Where are they at? What's going on? So we actually are in the process of planning a release. Yeah? EP release. Yep. So we've been in the studio. We've gotten everything almost done, and it is going to be out this summer. Good. Very, very soon. I'm excited for that because I remember listening to those tunes and it was like, uh, I remember Rain Man. Um, and then you had another one. Um, did you hate Rain Man or did you like Rain Man? Because I, th- I feel like there's two different, there's no like, eh, we like it. It's we love it or we hate it. Well, I, I, can, I can never lie. Was my manager not, hates it. It was not my favorite. It was not my favorite. Okay. What was the other one that you released around the same time? Uh, only one. Why I don't drink? One. Yes, only one. I like why I don't drink. I like that song. Um, but those two that you played in the you you played me two in the truck that night, and I and they were super raw. I mean, super raw. Yeah. And I, I'm a fan of that style because then you get to hear it go into and change. Scott right. shared a bunch of. Uh, he shared "I Feel Good with Me" um, like as a demo, and when it came out, I was like, man, I'm I'm crazy. But you know, I mean, I love the song, but because I love him as a person, and it's him, just like. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to that. But when I love listening to it raw, it's like when we talked that day and you told me that you were signing your deal and the, what was, you remember the first question I had for you? I don't. I asked you if they were re-releasing man enough now. Man enough. Yep. Yep. And, uh, um, I was happy. It made the hair on my arm stand up because it's one of those tunes that, that, um, I don't think enough people heard. So that kind of made me happy with it all. Just, 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 yep. to- to know that it's getting back out there and, and uh, yes sir so that's what that's the uh that's the single it went to radio february 18th yeah. um and we are promoting it um as much as we can right now but that is the right. that is the the forefront that's the one that that we want to make our introduction with and Good. even though you know a lot of people know it it's still one of those songs that we knew was was special and we wanted it to be the first introduction to uh who i am as an artist right i'll, I'll have to say it is a very special song I, I remember the first time i still have it i mean i could probably let it out of the bag but i have it i have it on video uh at the omni uh you still had a man, oh yeah still had a man oh, yeah. um but <laughs> i might i might have to let that one out of the bag here pretty quick just to be like you know oh, this man. is my first experience with this tune and um yeah, I'm going to do that. I remember we had, I think we had just gotten back from Louisville that night or that morning or somewhere in Indiana. But yeah, that was a, that was a great meeting, man. Dude, it's funny because out of that, I, I, I want to say that I think you're probably the only artist that we still talk to out, outside of that. And there was a few that came through that, I mean, the wild feathers came in that day too. And those, those, those people's crazy. I mean, that's a lot of people, but um, they slayed it, but just not... I don't, I don't even remember what happened with them. I recorded like two or three songs of theirs. And uh, I mean, this was, this was all an in, intro for us. Let people know about stuff. Right. I think that was, that was prior to country AF radio. Yep. Yeah. Cause AF radio was, was brand new right when, I mean, like a month old, two months old, the first time we came through and played Stonies. I want to say we're, we're it's driving me nuts. I think we're two years old now. Like I was just thinking about it earlier, trying to put the math together. I know. That so that sounds about right. Yeah. 
got, got so about a, about a month old. Yeah. And now it's, 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 uh, we are doing so good with it. And, um, Dude, I'm so happy for y'all. I just, so I, I told the story yesterday. I get frustrated. Um, but in time it will happen. So this is yep. like, I had the goal before to build a radio station and do something special with it. And I think that we've achieved the special, um, because we're different and, uh, um, and we get a lot of hate because people are like, you know, this pop country crap. And then we get a lot of people that are like, this is the greatest place to find new music because they get to listen to the Luke Combs of the world and the Carrie Underwoods. And then right next to that, they get a Chris Bandy or a Ray Fulcher or whatever, you know, and we're playing good music. We're, we're picking our music and we're being very yep. selective. It's not just, we're just throwing shit in there and just seeing if it sticks. I mean, we're, we're curating our list. So that's right. the nice part. But my next step is, is that when country air check comes out and an artist says, um, this single, thanks to this station, this station, this station, this station, and at the very bottom, maybe we just have our logo there that says, and also country AF radio, because we're, we're putting a dent in it. And that's kind of like yep. one of my goals with it is for, for people to take us. I don't want to say serious because that's not it. They do. But right. I just want it to be more of the masses where people look at it as an outlet. So when your EP comes out and I don't know you, but your, your publicist says, dude, you got to go, you got to go get this on country AF radio or your radio person says that's what they need to do. And it becomes a priority because, yep. you know, we do have a base and um, it's mostly West coast, which is su super neat too. It's really good because I would say that 80% of our listenership is Arizona over California. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's Nevada. I mean, the majority of our listeners dude, do not come from Las Vegas. Las that's Vegas awesome. Well, that's, that is cool, man. Yeah. Number one is LA. That is so awesome. Yeah. It's kind of neat. LA, San Diego and Vegas are kind of like all tied together, which makes a me happy. three hour drive from Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure you get a lot of folks driving from San Diego and Vegas or San Diego and LA to Vegas for shows and stuff, right? We do. So I would say that San Diego is probably closer to four and a half, five hours away, which is, which is, isn't too bad, but the, the, the flip to that is LA is one of our biggest markets where people come in from. And we can, we can tell you that from scanning an ID at the door. And that's what's kind of neat. So when I do my marketing now, I have a, a localized marketing campaign. And then I turn around and I hit our feeder markets. And yep. um, I hit LA strong because everybody, A, comes to Vegas. And B, if they're a country fan, there's really not much else you can do, you know? So, right. Yeah. And insane. We got back to Moonshine Flats. What's that? We got back to Moonshine Flats. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, it's funny. I talked to Michael a couple times here and there, and um, I haven't talked to him since the shit really hit the fan. But before all that, we were doing a lot of shows together, and he helped me with the show. Uh, I needed an artist, um, and uh, he helped out a lot with it. And uh, I enjoy stuff with him, and I enjoy booking with him, although he pushes for a lot more cover stuff than we do. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a blessing for you guys to be able to come in and not have to be re rely on someone else's song. You know. Right, and that's what's been so awesome. So we were out with Matt Stell and Ray yeah. um, this spring, and we had 45 minutes. We got to play our own set, our own songs, um, and we kind of we kind of started in the world of four-hour cover gigs, right. moving down to three-hour cover gigs to two-hour cover gigs, and um, it's been amazing just that transition to play our own songs and people know them, yes. which is. I mean, it's just a, it's an awesome feeling. That's um, the goal though, right? Fly out to Vegas and play, you know, Stonies and people are singing the words back to us. Yeah. It's a neat, it's a, it's a, I've, I've stood on the Stony stage before um, and I've given stuff away and I felt the crowd like 
felt it toward the point where it's taken my breath away in a sense of, oh my God, like 1,250 people stuffed in that room and they're listening to me give shit away or tell them about a show that's coming up or introducing an artist. And I feel that I can only imagine how it feels that when you're an artist and you're on stage and you're singing your song and these people are in your face screaming it back at you is, is. There's, there's no better feeling. Yeah. Honestly, there's no better feeling. Cause in, in my head, I'm like, I still think how in the hell do these people know this song? Yeah. How, I mean, how, do they know the words to this song? Right. It's a, it's a neat world that we live in, dude. It really, really is. Because it's like, uh, I tried to, when I sat down with some of the terrestrial radio stations and explained to them why we do what we do and why. Um, so one of the biggest things is, is the stations want to come in on Fridays and they want to put their morning show hosts on our stage and introduce the band. And right. My attitude is, why? Yeah. Like, sell me on why. Because that's, that's who I am. Is t- tell me why you think you belong here. Because you don't, I'm just going to use you. You don't play Chris Bandy. So what, you're going to get up in front of everyone and act like you do? Act like you know him? Act like you care about his music? And that's kind of been my attitude towards it all is don't come in just when the big artist is there. I had Carly Pierce and um, um, I got five phone calls. Can we send our morning show host in to announce the show? And I went, you no, um, I go to media base. You played Carly's song um, like last Tuesday at two in the morning. So that doesn't help anybody. Um, that's not number one. N- number two, you, you, um, you didn't put any money behind the show. Uh, we paid you uh, for our radio spots. No, the answer is no. Like, well, we kind of touted it as our show. Well, that's your bad. Like, what's that have to do with me? Like, I, maybe I'm an a-hole when it comes to that. But at the end of the day is like, I, I want them to come in and go, you know what? I took Chris Bandy. I, I gave this guy a chance from day one. We, we're spinning man enough now. We're going to stand behind this artist and we want to come out and support him at your club too, because this is what we've done. But it doesn't happen like that. Y'all have. And, and back to, you know, when I, when I think about how do these people know this song, it's because y'all took a chance and, and played it when, you know, yeah. And when you still, didn't have to. And we still do. And that's what yep. the funness of it, of it all is, is I look back and I'm actually building a bucket of songs right now of, of, so we have our terrestrial format that we follow. Then we have the new music that we follow. Then we have our traditional songs that we follow in, in time. But um, my next step is to take music that we believe in today, the singles, and push them a little bit more too. Were you a Backstreet Boys or, or uh, in sync? Never. Never got into either one of them, to be honest with you, no. No, somebody just posted on Facebook today and in like an old Vegas scene thing. And they said, uh, let's talk about the 80s songs that, that you absolutely loved. And someone wrote a band called The, Bo- the Bolshoi, which you probably never heard of. And the single's, no. called, the single's called Away. And it's 80s, like that crossover punk kind of progressive uh, music. And I started listening to it right before this call because I haven't heard it in so long. But it brought back some memories because it's 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 the older kind of music that I that I grew up on, like the Cult and the Cure, and, right, and all that kind of stuff. That those people. Did you ever have. like Beastie Boys? Yeah, yeah. So we watched a uh, before bed last night. We watched it's a documentary on HBO uh, about the Beastie Boys. Yeah, and I forgot how incredible the Beastie Boys were. When Brass Monkey came out, I had my first twelve in my car, and uh, um. Uh, hold it now, hit it. 
low and slow, um, uh, brass monkey. I mean, yeah, I was a uh, uh, license to ill was like one of the license to ill, man. Yeah. It was because just so innovative yeah. and fresh, and no one was doing anything like that, dude. When Paul's boutique came out, I was like, people are not going to get this, it's just yeah. too early. Early. And then like maybe seven, eight, nine years later, people started listening to Paul's Boutique. And I was like, man, it was just way before it's time. Way before. Yep. Time. Yeah. Which because that one flopped. Yes. But License to Ill was huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And then Paul's Boutique came out and and nothing. But then they they got it back. I think they have two albums before um the one with Sabotage came out. And uh I'm gonna pull them up right now. Beastie. What was uh... Ah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, check your head, ill communication, and then hello, nasty. Yeah, license to ill, 1986. Paul's Boutique, 89. Check your head at 92. Um, and then ill communication. So it was like one album in between. Is that right? Yeah. How do you how do you say you're a writer? How are you a writer on a Beastie Boys song? Like that is not even a word. <laughs> they just go in and spit, dude. I mean, Money Mark is on like almost every one of these. Uh, yep. From the uh, ill communication, Root Down was the jam. Sure, sure. Dude, this sucks. I got to listen to this all over again. That's what I was listening to today, working out in the garage. Yeah. License to Ill. That's a great album. I mean, I just remember playing that. And then I used to always love it when they play it on the radio because they would play Brass Monkey and it would go into Slow and Low. And, yep. Uh, um, and like most of the time people would, dude, look at that track listing. Rhyming and Stealing, The New Style, She's Crafty, Posse and Effects, Slow Ride, Girls. I mean... I mean, come on, fight for your right, no sleep till Brooklyn. I mean, okay, so remember when they took Paul Revere and they took the bass and they actually turned it backwards? So they, in the studio, they turned the bass around. So it was like, yep. yeah. And then good old Hold It Now, Hit It and Brass Monkey. Dude, that's nuts. Or it wasn't, it wasn't sabotage. It was no sleep till. There it is. Dun, dun, dun. Brooklyn. That's pretty funny. That's actually really, really funny. Do you do you play music throughout the day right now? Do you just pick up your guitar and play, or or only during like your Facebook Live stuff? During the rights and during the um, um, like the zooms and the lives and everything like that. But yeah, I just come up here and and pick on it a little bit and just right see what I I've really so I just bought a keyboard. Okay. So that's what I've been spending a lot of time just trying to figure out and learn how to play just i don't want to be you know elton john on it i just want to know how to find my way around chords and right something there you go i've been doing it and i know uh um i can play three chords that's it so what do you uh, got um you, nobody wants to hear that dude <laughs> what chords um Hold on, I'm grabbing a pick. Now, hopefully, this isn't too loud. There it is. So, 
you're the, you're going to be able to see here. I'll move this. Oh man. But it's uh E minor, E. Yeah, that one. And then you go down a fret to there, right? A. Not not a fret, but a string. And then the other one is to to here. B minor. Yeah. So I've learned. What's that? Yep. Guitar lessons with Bandy. <laughs> I watched a YouTube thing and the guy's like. That's it, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, you can play free falling with those three chords. Dude, and that's funny because in the that's what he played. He was like, you go into your first Tom Petty song with these two chords. And he goes, if you want to mix it up a little, that's when he went to this one. Um, but I don't know what that one is. You know what you got there? You got, uh, when I was just a baby, my mama said to me, son, always be a good boy, don't you ever play with guns, but I shot a man in green old. Just to wash and die. When I hear that whistle blow, I hang my head and cry. What? That's bad. Well, I'll learn. I think by the time this is over, I might have two more as well. But I'm, I mean, I love, it's the, it's a Epiphone, I don't know what it's called, uh, uh, a 339 Pro, but it's, it's hollow. So, Oh yeah. It's light and it's 339. Yeah, and I've got a dude, I've also got another one. I played that one because it's easy. It's easy for me with Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, the Les Paul. Yeah, I love blue. I love the Pelham blue. Is it heavy? Very, very. Yep. That's why I play the other one. This My uh a guy that I that used to play guitar for us, he had one of those but it had holes cut out in the middle. It was chambered, so it made it a little bit lighter. Right, dude, that thing is, it is, it is heavy. And I was playing it because it felt good uh, in my hand, but um, uh, it just would get to the point where it's so fucking heavy. And it is. so that one I can stand up and, and like I said, I learned a couple chords and got excited with it. And uh, dude, I just had my first Zoom right with Chris Bandy. Yay, what's up? I love up? it. <laughs> That's freaking cool, man. What else, man? Like, uh, um, what, what is your wife? I was going to say wife. What's your girl doing right now? Is she just she's just hanging out. She's, she's downstairs. She's been working from home. So she's in uh, dermatology sales. So they can't go to any, you know, uh, offices or anything like that. So she's been doing a lot of Zoom calls and uh, conference right. calls and stuff like that. So we're making it. We're doing with, with it what we can and, and yeah. just – trying to stay healthy and sane. That's the hardest part because I mean, that walk from the office to the kitchen is, it's a doozy, dude. Right? It's a doozy. Well, she just got a Peloton. Oh, so, shit. Uh, so that comes in, I believe on Friday. So hopefully that'll, that'll jumpstart our, uh, I think us getting back to 
working out. I think the thing that's going to save you with that is the video part of it where you're riding with other people. I think that, yep. that encouragement, because we have a, um, a Bowflex that, uh, uh, um, the one that does this and it kicks your ass, but I have to turn the TV on just to get through it. And I'll watch shark tank and, uh, you'll watch like 30 minutes of shark tank and it kind of goes somewhat quick, but at the same right. time, it's kind of like, you have to have some sort of a motivation piece to it. Or, I mean, you'll last a week or two and then you'll never look at the thing again. So I'm excited. Yeah. I came downstairs one time or one night, I think last week or two weeks ago. And she's like, I just ordered a Peloton. I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm surprised that she's able to get it because the people here in Vegas, I see people like my friends online asking if they can borrow somebody's like, or access to really? like an apartment gym just to be yeah, because they said they're so back ordered on it. Maybe they just got a whole bunch of them in. Hopefully oh, man. She, she ordered it maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Those things. But are yeah, pricey. it's pretty quick. Pricey. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll see. I'm excited to try it out, though. I've heard that the seat is a little uncomfortable. Right. So I went on Amazon and bought a couple padded butt underwear. Right. Yes. Yes. Mountain bike underwear. Yep. Yeah. I have some of those for when I had a mountain bike, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. So I'm excited to try it out. I'm going to have a, a competition, the tour de May with yeah. a, a friend of mine and see who can bike the most miles. As you should. I think that's, I think there, there's where you're going to get the, the, the motivation as well. And I, right. I mean, I've seen that they have the classes. I saw a thing called the mirror. Have you seen that? Yes, dude. So, well, so I think they have two. So I've seen one that has weights built in oh, no, that you can that like, you can do curls and you can do lat pull downs and everything. Wow. Um, but it's attached to your wall. I think it had like 300 pounds worth of weights all wow. inside of it. Right. Uh, but then I've seen the one that is just the mirror and it kind of shows you what to do and workouts. goes along. With, yeah. I think, yep. I think that uh, more than anything is kind of the future of what this home home life is. And um, I just, you know what, the one thing I do want to get is a punching bag, like the big heavy bags. Heavyweight. Yep. Yeah. Because you bag. can, you could put, you, you do have one. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, uh, heavy you. bag. Yeah. Heavy bag. I want to put one of those in the garage and dude, I mean, cause there's times that, that, you know, everybody thinks they can fight, but the, the end of the day is just to be able to go out and, and, it's a workout more than you think it. It's kind of like riding my dirt bike. I'm enjoying it, but at the same time I get home, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, this Absolutely. thing, this thing down here, I don't even know what it's called, but it hurts, you know? Yep. Yeah. But that's, dude, you'll have to let me know how that Peloton is. I don't, me riding a bike, I just, I probably, I don't, I don't know how long I would last on it. I love the interaction, but the other side is. See, that's one of my concerns as well is I've never been like a, a cyclist, if yeah. you will. Um, and when you go at the gym and you, you get on one and you bike for like an hour and a half and look down, it's like 18 miles, 34 calories. Yeah. What's the point? I'm like, what the hell? Dude, I was just I, on this Yeah, three hours and burn 30 calories. So my neighbor over here, his name is Renton. This is funny. His name is Renton. His last name is you. Why you? And so whenever Renton you. Rent, renting you. And he's a real estate agent, which is even funnier. Renting you. But we have a joke. This is a two-part story. We have a joke around here that when someone will say, I go, who did that? And they're like, you did it. I'm like, what the hell is Renton doing in our house? You know, like that sort of thing. That's the first part. But I was talking to him this morning via text, and he was telling me that him and his buddies have been riding bikes and like, like, um, cycling on the, on, on yeah. the street or they'll go to the mountains. And he, he'll like, he's like, dude, we rode like, like 40 miles. And he goes, I hurt. He goes, but I'll go ride my dirt bike for three and a half, four hours. And I feel like I've done more. 
And I'm like, bro, I can ride my dirt bike two, three days a week for a month and drop 20 pounds. And, and he's like, I wait, dude, it's no joke because out here, think about it. It's mostly water weight, but it's sweating. That, yes. It's that weight that you have no reason to carry. The bloating goes away. Uh, you're not as hungry anymore. You're, you're like, I just had Heather buy me Pedialyte cause I'm getting ready to go back out on the dirt bike again and start riding more. And that's my thing. I fill my water thing with Pedialyte and I will ride for two hours, three hours and come home and just be like, Jesus, that was right. Get on the scale. And you know, the first, the first I'll drop six to eight pounds, but then I'll wake up the next morning and I legit lost three to four pounds gone. And Jeez. yeah, it's crazy. And then you do that. You're, um, I just bought a 450. So it's a whole different game for me. It's a, it's a heavier bike. Um, and it, uh, the way it runs is crazy. It just, I have to pay attention more. I'm more focused. I'm holding on more. My arms are like the strength of my arm is oh, yeah. because that throttle is way different than a 250 because yep. the, pull, the pull's retarded, but I get home and I'm like, baby, you can run all you want. I just want to go get on my dirt bike and I'll catch you later, you know? That yeah. Because it's, it's an hour and a half of listening to music and like exercising, but it's a lot easier than getting on that Bowflex or a Peloton. Right. Yeah. Which. And it's crazy. a little bit more beautiful. Absolutely. I saw a turtle my last run. There you go. Yeah. It was faster. <laughs> I actually stopped because he was dry, he was in the middle of the road, which a lot of Can-Ams and Razors go down. Yeah. So I, I literally picked him up and moved him about eight foot off the road and put him out in the desert and let him kick. Good, good Samaritan. Yeah, you got some yeah. good karma coming your way. Well, you know what? And then uh, about 45 minutes after that, I took my chain guide off my bike and, and I had to, had to walk a good 300 yards just to get cell service. So I could drop a pin and tell Heather where to come get me. Oh man. <laughs> well, then I take that back. Yeah. Well, I didn't wreck when I hit that good. thing. So that was my good karma. Good. Sure. Yeah. We went out on a truck drive the other night and saw three albi albino horses, wild ho horses, a mom, a dad, and a, a, a baby. Really? And when, when I'll have, I'll get the picture from Heather cause I was driving the truck, but she took a picture of it, dude. The dad was like, uh, um, honey, kid, move along. I'm going to stay here and make sure these people don't mess with it. The horse literally stood there and was like, keep on going. You, you right. You keep on going. <laughs> he was protecting. No I mean, I feel like one albino horse is going to be rare to see, to see three at the same time. Yeah. Mom, dad, and a baby. Because are they as I'm not I'm I don't know much about horses. Are they is is that a lot more rare, kind of like an albino snake or an albino I would assume so. Thing? Yeah. I would assume I would totally assume so. I'd never seen them. I've seen the paints, I've seen them brown, I've seen them black, but to see them pure white like they were was and they're out in the middle of the desert, so they were like the dirty white, which is kind of it was neat to see. Damn. Well, I'll get that picture from Heather and shoot it over to you because it was it was super interesting. That's awesome. Heck yeah. I have three minutes before I have to get on with Mr. Lewis Bryce. So thank you for the time, sir. Man, thank you. I appreciate you making time and I'm glad that we got to do this. Heck yeah. I'll, uh, I'm going to put the two together. I'll pull out that medium part where we had a little burp in it and um, um, I'll get it up on Toad's Tunes. I think I'm going to build a whole section called, uh, I wanted to call it Toad's COVID Chronicles because I think that's kind of just funny in its own name. <laughs> but that's awesome man <laughs> it doesn't mean what it should mean but at the end of the day is like catching up with you guys letting people know that you know you're going through the same thing that they're going through is kind of gonna be a absolutely yeah absolutely well tell everybody i said hello i will uh, and y'all stay safe stay healthy you and we will uh i cannot wait 
to get out there and, and see y'all very, very soon. And I can't, soup. I can't wait to come back to Virago. Like hey. um, when I was talking to Jamise and I was talking to a couple other people and I always tell the story, I'm like, dude, here, you don't, you guys don't understand. Like I, I'm cool with Bandy. They're like, yeah, but you know, oh, you got to do this. I'm like, no, man, you don't understand. When I get to Nashville, the first thing I do is let them know I'm coming and we pick the night we're going to have Virago if he's in town. You don't, you just don't get it. Like we're cool. Like I don't, so when I was talking to Jamise today, I was like, she goes, send me the link. I'll get it to Bandy. I'm like, I can send it to him. Like, we're good. At, like, you go take care of Kane and, 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 and Rain. And, and she goes, I keep forgetting you guys are like friends. I'm like, dude, like sushi is what I think about. It's going to be hopefully a ritual forever. I don't care how big you get. I still want to be able to go do the Virago thing. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I love it. And we're going to get through this. Tell, tell Amy to ride farther than you on that bicycle. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Awesome, brother. See ya. Later.